on the Ozarks in 5, brought to you by the Butterfly Palace. Have the best day ever adventuring through the rainforest at the Butterfly Palace. And Springfield Green County Park Board, reminding you to go play. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Yep, it is Thursday. Good to be with you. Thank you for being with us. Uh, feels like fall outside. This might be our full, first full day of fall feel, or maybe yesterday was, I guess. Well, yesterday, rate. because the rain hung out all day, I actually felt uh, fall. Even though the temperature wasn't like cold per se, it felt very dreary to me. It did. And like uh, there was fog last night. So yeah, it was fallish, no doubt. It might be here to stay too. Yeah. Watch out for that. Yeah. All right. We'll get a look at news. A Springfield man and his wife are the last two of five people total sentenced for a heroin trafficking ring. The husband, 40-year-old Larry Hayward, will spend 20 years behind bars. His wife got 16. Authorities say the couple distributed heroin within the Springfield community for at least two years, getting it here from Chicago. The Country Mart in Forsyth, the grocery store there, uh, had to close down because of a fire. It apparently started with a straw hay bale outside the store, but the flames spread to inside the store. Took three fire departments to get that under control. Uh, For now, the drive-thru pharmacy is open, but the store itself uh, is closed right now, working to reopen. Hmm. Okay. Someone had Uh, to have done that, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't just uh, ignite spontaneously. Uh, Out with the old and with the new in Springfield, demolition work has begun on the 100-year-old Reed Middle School. Uh, It will last, demolition will, for the next couple of months. And then the new school will uh, go in. It'll be a state-of-the-art facility paid for by taxpayers with the passage of that $220 million bond issue. Not all that 220 is going for this, but... The school opened in 1923. Uh, the new building will house the Reed Academy of Fine and Performing Arts and will be for students sixth through eighth grades. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It's too bad. Um, and I know money obviously is an issue and they want to be good stewards, but it's too bad that the 1923 building could not have been rehabbed for like a different use. And then Reed could have gone elsewhere, like a new Reed, you know, because. They were just talking about all the historic buildings, uh, some of them being demolished. You know, it's been uh, talked about at city council, like on Commercial Street. And I did not realize that Reed literally opened in 1923. Yeah. Exactly 100 years. That's just cool, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, it costs money to retrofit those buildings and to yeah. change them. A it, lot of money, right? To yeah, rehab. It, and, because they're not built like we use things now. They're, the, the rooms are small, typically, I'm assuming. Uh, but in not enough bathrooms, probably all those problems. Uh, but yeah, we don't, we don't keep buildings around unless they've got. Unless you go to his, Europe. Historical significance. Or Ireland. We, we were walking in castles in Ireland that were, you know, thousands of years old. It's just wild. Yeah. Uh, largest healthcare strike in the United States history is going on as we speak this morning. Workers say they need more help and better pay. Kaiser Permanente employees are on the picket line for the next two days or so, uh, with more than 75,000 workers taking part. Non-essential services are shut down, such as routine doctor visits and uh, a lot of the the positions that are on the strike lines are pharmacy techs, dental assistants, nurses, things like that. Emergency services should be okay. Emergency services should be okay. 
with replacement workers and staff reassignments. It affects about 13 million people in six states, but fortunately for us, not Missouri. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, all right. Did you hear it? Surely you did yesterday. Everybody heard yeah. it, I guess, talking about yeah. the uh, nationwide test of the emergency alert system, EAS, uh, that went out to cell phones. FEMA and the FCC sent that out at 1.20 yesterday afternoon uh, to all cell phones, which is only the second time that it's specifically gone to your cell. Uh, of course, it was only a test. Used to say that, right, on the radio and TV. This is only a test. Just to make sure you got it in case of a real emergency. Yep, I got it. It yeah, went off at of work. Too. Everybody's phone went off at the same time. Yeah, and it's then, uh, uh, interesting that I don't remember it last year. Apparently, this is the second one. Last year? I don't year? remember that last year. It happened last year? I, I, well, maybe it wasn't two consecutive years. Maybe that's why I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't think it was last year. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're on to something. Um, all right, Chiefs fans will love this. The 15 and the Mahomes Foundation, you you know, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I thought that was such a clever name when he first started it. Uh, they are providing $1.6 million to support America's Boys and Girls Clubs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and his wife, Brittany, have a multi-year commitment to the Boys and Girls Clubs. Uh, the money will go to help those clubs and the cities that have specifically impacted their lives, the couple's lives. Uh, talking Kansas City, of course, Lubbock, Texas, Tyler, Texas, White House, Texas. Uh, so some smaller Texas towns. And uh, this is kind of fun just because it gives you something to watch for. The Mahomes Foundation will also donate $1,500 for every Mahomes touchdown. So cool. uh, pretty neat. And they're going to rename some of the Boys and Girls Clubs after him. So that's really neat. Good for him. That's cool. That's cool. He was a Kansas City legend already. Arena football, meanwhile, uh, is getting real in Springfield. It's getting closer. The Ozarks Lunkers now have a new head coach for the very first year in the Arena League. Uh, Cam Bruffett was the head coach of Parkview High School, and now he's a uh, professional football head coach. The Lunkers will begin play on June 1st of next year, and, of course, they'll do so in that brand-new arena that's being completed as we speak uh, at the Ozark Empire Fairgrounds. So that'll be completed soon, I think. And uh, and then they've got tryouts. Uh, later this month, there's tryouts for the Lunkers. So if you know somebody or are somebody who is pretty good at football, you may want to try out for some Arena League football and be a professional football player. That'd be weird. It would be so fun. It would be so fun. I played powder puff football. Surely there's got to be some similarities. It yeah, was they're pretty so, much the same. Pretty much the same thing. That's what I was thinking. Pretty much the same thing. Um, honestly, it was a good time. You had to hit some people? Hit some yeah. girls? Yeah. Okay. I could see that. <laughs> we didn't hit anybody. It was flag. <laughs> Stop. Uh, in Canada, this is crazy. Uh, two people were killed by a grizzly bear inside a national park. I'm not laughing about that. I'm laughing at you because it's you not said, funny, Sarah. I know you said not surprised about me hitting people, which is kind of ridiculous for you to say such a thing. And now I'm laughing and now you're going on to this terrible story. Sorry, sir. Go ahead. Why are you while laughing? This is myself. an awful story. It's it is actually a terrible story. I know it is. It's not at all funny. 
this grizzly bear attack happened in the popular uh, Banff National Park. As a wildlife team arrived at the scene, they found a very aggressive grizzly bear, which they uh, swiftly euthanized. So I would uh, say they're so. going to test and make sure that that was the bear that they think it was. But man, that's... Oh, wait. So they... Two people. Right. But they also didn't know for sure that it was the one. Well, I mean, they weren't there when it happened. Right. They got called wow. to the scene uh, hmm. out in the middle. Of, and it took them. They had the helicopter in. So they don't know. They didn't know. I mean. For sure. Right. Thing maybe covered in blood and they could, they'll figure it out pretty quick. But they didn't know at, uh, at news time. Right. Uh, this is interesting. The highly uh, controversial COVID vaccination cards are actually going away. Uh, the government is no longer going to print them for a time during COVID. As you know, some places required that card to get into festivals or concerts and some bars and restaurants, uh, airplanes, but they are no more. The government says they are no longer printing them. So... Um, all right. The Greater Ozarks Regional Mother's Milk Depot is now open in Springfield. It's located on West Grand near Kansas Expressway. The Mother's Milk Depot is a place for moms to donate breast milk, a.k.a. liquid gold. Uh, the depot promotes community health by expanding the safe use of human milk for all babies, especially preemies and uh, ill infants. Milk collected at the depot is shipped to the milk bank a nonprofit organization based out of Indiana uh, for safe processing, pasteurization, and then distribution. What a great idea. I mean, that's, I think that's fantastic. There's so many kids who, who need that and it's, it's so instrumental in their growth and health. Yeah. So that's great. Um, I am surprised that they pasteurize it. I think for legal reasons, they have to do that. You think person to person, so. you don't, but yeah. I mean, then you have to know right. the person's history and all of that. So, um, yeah, cool. that's interesting. Okay. Okay. All right, folks, we're getting closer to it. Friday. Yeah. I hope you have a Tomorrow's great Friday. Yeah, I know. It's exciting. Um, that will be exciting. In. Yep. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Be sure to share it with your friends and, uh, and have a great day. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow. All right. Bye. It's time for Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather, sponsored by Scooter's Coffee. Here's your host, meteorologist Abby Dyer. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your Thursday, October 5th. We are talking about more rain chances in the Ozarks on this Thursday, and then a huge cool down in my forecast. Today, high temperatures will land in the low 70s. We're starting out pretty comfortable this morning, though. Lots of cloud cover around overnight, even a few occasional showers. And, well, that has resulted in temperatures this morning in the low 60s. So it's comfortable out right now. Uh, just for comparison, for fun, the temperature right now is warmer than it will be for the high on Saturday. Things are going to take a turn for us here as we head closer to the weekend forecast. Yesterday, of course, we had rain and thunderstorms on the radar pretty much all day. Uh, and now we are talking about a cold front that's actually going to push through the region. That will continue this chance for some showers and a few isolated thunderstorms. And I expect that we see additional chances for showers and storms as we head into this afternoon and in particular this evening. So showers and isolated storms continue in the forecast 
Temperatures today, because of the cloud cover and the rain around, they're going to be limited. High staying in the low 70s. So keep the rain gear handy. It's not going to be a washout all day. In fact, there are going to be long periods of dry time. However, I have this isolated opportunity for showers continuing, so I think you'll just want to keep the umbrella handy on a day like today. The cold front is finally working its way through. It's amounted to quite a bit of rainfall for many folks in the south. In fact, portions of Texas back through Oklahoma and Arkansas seeing severe weather yesterday and the rain amounts were really adding up there. Additional rainfall amounts of an inch or so down in our far southern counties. That's who's going to see the most rain out of this. I doubt we'll see much more than a half inch everywhere else. But uh, at this point, we do have some dry ground still sticking around in the northern Ozarks. We would probably like more than you folks are going to get. A lot of the day will just be kind of cloudy and gloomy outside, but enough to keep the temperature down. And it's certainly feeling fall-like out there today. I have much cooler air then spreading into the region for the weekend. I told you about that cold front. It pushes through today. In fact, by this afternoon, this morning, we have the south breeze out. By this afternoon, it's going to be out of the north. North winds are going to be allowing this much cooler air mass to take over for the weekend. And I am still holding on to this opportunity for some frost potential in the Ozarks on Sunday morning. So this would be Saturday night into early Sunday morning. No threat for frost tonight and even Friday night. I think we're going to be frost free, but the first chance of the fall season looks to arrive over the weekend as minimum temperatures will dip down to about 34 degrees to 40 degrees. This is not a hard freeze. We are not talking about a total killing frost across the region, uh, but some sensitive plants could be at risk. You know, the things that you have out on the porch, the baskets, the particularly uh, summer loving temperature plants that may still be grown in the garden, cover them up, bring them inside if you can, because I expect that we're going to see a few areas that do get some patchy frost to develop on Sunday morning. A high temperature today, I'm going 72 for the Springfield area. I am expecting that there could be a few folks that don't even make it to 70 today. That will probably be best chance in our Southern counties where the rain chance looks a little bit better through the course of the afternoon. I expect that we see the skies really dry out on Friday. In fact, the sun is back in full force on Friday. High temperatures Friday, we start to feel the cool down 67 for the high temperature tomorrow, uh, barely making it to 60 by Saturday. It will be a chilly fall, like sunny day in the Ozarks. And I have sunshine sticking around here after today, uh, through the rest of the weekend. And even through the early part of next week, temperatures will remain in the seventies, both Monday and Tuesday of next week. Also Around the country, your headlines include that this dry Canadian air mass is going to be moving in, not just for us here in the Ozarks, but so much of the country is going to be dealing with this cooler weather. Fall will be making some headlines over the weekend, that is for sure. And that's a nice relief. A lot of places getting close to record high temperatures in the Northeast. So this is going to be some relief for our friends on the East Coast. Also, Tropical Storm Philippe, it's been out in the Atlantic, really good positioning because it's not making direct landfall impacts to any of the Caribbean islands, which is fantastic. Out in open water currently and a tropical storm. However, that may have some implications for the United States as we go through the weekend forecast. We are talking about that maybe ending up in the Northeast, which would, of course, be an additional flooding concern after all the terrible flooding that New York City saw just last week. So. I'm keeping an eye on that. That may become a headline as we get closer to the weekend and the early part of next work week. 
All right, it is time for your Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather Brain Twister question. Do you know this one? This was yesterday's question. The tradition of jack-o'-lanterns comes from where? The options were A, the United States, B, Ireland, C, France, or D, Great Britain. Now, if you went to aroundtheozarks.com, you can submit your guess. And uh, a lot of folks guessing right today. If you don't know this one, uh, the name kind of gives it away. Jack-o'-lantern. It's Irish. It is B, Ireland, the answer. Now, I kind of figured that it was Irish just based on the name, Jack-o'-lantern. Uh, but this actually is from Ireland and Scotland. People made their own versions of jack-o'-lanterns by carving these scary faces into turnips and potatoes. Originally, they were trying to frighten away uh, an old myth character, uh, Stingy Jack. They would carve these scary faces into root vegetables, turnips, and potatoes. Uh, in England, by the way, they would use beets, large beets. And then immigrants brought this over to countries uh, that they moved to. They brought this jack-o'-lantern tradition with them. And in the United States, they found that um, the fruit native to America, pumpkins, would make the perfect jack-o'-lanterns. And we are still doing it today. So we have the Irish to thank for the tradition of jack-o'-lanterns. All right, here is your wake up weather brain twister question for tomorrow. Kind of staying on the spooky theme here. What is a defining characteristic of a gargoyle? Do you think A, it is made of stone? B, it is perched at least 100 feet in the air? C, it has to have wings? Or D, it drains water? Take your guess. Let me know what you think. You can do that again over at aroundtheozarks.com. Make sure you head over there, answer the brain twister question for tomorrow. You have a chance to win $20 to scooters if you have the right answer to that question that I left you with. So make sure you head over to the website and submit your guess there. 20 bucks to scooters. That's what's up for, for grabs. Thanks to our sponsors, Sp Scooters Coffee. Uh, also, you can find your weather information there. So take a look at the rain chances through the day. That's where you get weather information all day long. I will have the answer early tomorrow morning, and I will catch you then. We will chat about this chilly weekend forecast heading in.